Friends of Because We Make, the podcast about making, creativity, and why we do what we do as makers and creatives. I'm your host, Vincent Ferrari, and joining me as always, my good friend and co-host, Ethan Carter. What's up, Vincent? How you doing, man? Happy Monday, Happy my friend. Happy Monday. I know. It's, it's another it's Monday, a, another good a, week. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, man, this weekend, in the shop, awesome freaking weekend. Yeah, I feel awesome. like you had a lot of good, you, you spent a lot of time in the shop, and you were super productive from what oh it looks like. I, I know I did well. I know I did well because I had Duresta-sized dashes in my stories. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> That's like the measurement of if I did anything in a given weekend is like, how many story segments did I have? And then even this, this morning, I was I like, know, oh, I know. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on fire today. <laughs> how did I like work? <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. I hate my job. I'm not one of those like, I hate my job type guys, but it is a very different tone. Like you're all pumped up and running around and doing cool stuff all weekend and then it's like oh i gotta get back into my routine now right and sitting in front of a computer yeah yeah i hear you i will say i will say before i hand it off to you to see how your week was i had something really freaking cool happen oh yeah on friday really freaking cool. all right tell me about it so i was listening to my friends over at sawdust nation mm-hmm. um they're actually a local podcast they're a new jersey based i don't know they're in new podcast. jersey I, yeah, I don't know, both I, of them to are. be fair, I've only listened a couple of times, so sorry, guys. But. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, AJ happens to live about 45 minutes away from me. So I was listening to the last episode of Sawdust Nation, and AJ is like, hey, um, you know, maybe Santa Claus will put a Prusa printer under the Christmas tree for ah. me. And I went, huh, this is my opportunity, because I have two of them. That's right. And oh, yeah. Right. I, I don't do a lot of 3D printer client work anymore. So I messaged AJ. I'm like, hey, look, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> so Perfect I, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, I figure, you know, we're both Italian. He lives in New Jersey. I live in New York. We all speak the same language. Right. So I'm like, hey, I have a Prusa Mark III, i3 Mark III. It's only got a, it's got very little print time on it because I bought it when I was doing a lot of 3D printed client work and I just, haven't used it that much it's ready to go i'll give it to you for x dollars are you interested he's like how do i come get it i'm right. like you know what i'll even bring it to you so i drove down to his house on friday i got to see his shop which i swear to you it's it's so weird seeing other people's shops after you only see them on instagram right right because you have no concept of the size of these places yeah. and I was like, wow, your shop, your shop is so much smaller than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> He's like, is that a bad thing? I'm like, no, it's actually, it's a perfect shape, but I had no estimation of the size of it until I got to see it. So, well, if you, ever, like, you know, if you ever come see mine, you're going to be like, this is, <laughs> yeah, like it, you, this is a closet. This is uh yeah. Where, where are the stairs? Where's right. Uncle Vernon and Aunt Petunia? And <laughs> when are you going to Hogwarts? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I got to hang out. I got to oh, hang cool. out with AJ for like an hour. We we talked about a bunch of projects and it was just really cool to finally meet him. Like we've been friends on Instagram for a really long time and he's just a really cool dude. And it was, I'm like, wow, I can't believe like a local, another local guy. And like, yeah, we've had, this is our first time meeting, but it was, it was fun to hang out with people. I'm telling you, I'm really getting into this hanging out with people thing. Dude. I know. I miss it, man. I really do. I you know I wasn't even into it before COVID, but once COVID came, <laughs> I, I kind of like once you it's like it's like a little kid, right? Once you tell them they can't do something, right. that's all they want to do is like hang out with other people. So yeah, totally. That was that was my week. How was yours? That was good. It was good. It's funny. I'm in this weird uh, weird 
place, I think, where, I mean, I posted to Instagram once last week, which is crazy for me. I mean, you know me, I'm usually at least three times, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I, and I was hadn't done a lot of stories. And I, so like Saturday came around and I've been productive, but, um, but yeah, so it, it, it's been a little funny, but it, part of it is that I've been focusing a little bit more on YouTube as, as you know. And so I'm working on, uh, not my next video, which is the, um, grill gun, uh, leather holster, which, which will be fun. It'll be interesting to see how that does. Cause it's kind of, it's kind of out there. It's a little different, but, um, but yeah, anyway, so I've been spending, you know, I've been editing that and working on thumbnails and stuff like that, which doesn't create any kind of, uh, content for, uh, Instagram. Mm. And, and I've also been, you know, lucky enough to have some orders and stuff like that. So I've been doing those types of things. So it's, it's all for good reason, but I haven't really posted much on Instagram and it's, it's, it is a little weird, but anyways, long story short though, I, you know, I did a couple stories on Saturday. I had some time in the shop both Saturday and Sunday and felt great. I mean, it was really, really fun. Um, I just posted tonight the, a project that I've been wanting to do for a while. And it was a really quick, quick fun project which was just a wall display for the mallet that bruce bruce made me and it was really fun so yeah it it, it was it was a good weekend um it wasn't as productive as i wanted but that's kind of always the case i feel like so (laughs) you know i i used when i i always thought i when i was a young whippersnapper first starting out in the career world i was always like i think weekends are a little overrated like people just like and now it's like i'm working on the weekends oh yeah and i just get so much done and now you know this weekend this week was it this week? No, it was last week. But this week really was the first proper one where I'm, you know, I'm working four day weeks now, so I can have that extra day oh, in the awesome. shop. Yeah, and it's like, oh man, I'm so glad I got that extra day in the shop because I was, I was, I got back from seeing AJ on Friday, so I was super busy then, and then Saturday and Sunday I was super busy in the shop, and I, I shut down last night. I shut it down yep. last night, and it was like, wow this was a great weekend. And then it kind of just carried over into this morning where I just kept going. It's like awesome. And it's funny that you say that too. I mean, my, my favorite kind of day is when I, I start early, I work. And then like that four 30 comes along as, as we've talked about before. And that four 30 is kind of my like cue to go upstairs, but it's my favorite kind of day is when I get to like four o'clock or even three mm-hmm. 30. And I'm like, I've, pre- I've done so much that I'm, I'm going to call it, I'm going to call it and I'm going to use the rest of the time to edit and stuff like that. But I'm like, I've, I've produced enough that I feel like I've totally. accomplished it and then I can do it. And that, that was this weekend. So even though I didn't get a lot of like content, I definitely felt both days felt like I, I got stuff done, which was really nice. And and then the flip side of that is then it leaves the, from that four o'clock on to, to edit and stuff like that. So it's nice. Yeah. You know who, you know, there's a guy, there's a guy who motivates my ass to do stuff like that. Like, who is that? Spend a certain amount of time in the shop. So, you know, <laughs> I would say he needs no introduction. I would say he needs no introduction, but he deserves Certainly an not introduction. for us. <laughs> um, so, I, I don't even know how I ended up connected to this guy, but a couple of, a couple of mine, probably, it's probably been about a year actually oh, really? now that I think about it. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, I ended up finding this dude who was local and I, I'm very big on finding people in my mm-hmm. area, even when they're not exactly in my area. And I started watching his stories and I just like, I love this dude. Like he's got this big infectious personality. Yeah, for sure. And I really just got, I really got attached. And I was like, I started listening. I would basically wake up in the morning 
and watch the stories from the prior day because I knew there would be stories and I would just get these tours of his shop and well, this uh, massive CNC. And well, and one of the things we always say too is that there's people that you turn the sound on for and there's mm-hmm. people you don't. And there's, exactly. very, and, and there's very few that I turn the sound on. I'll be honest. There's very, very few. Um, but he's one of them because yeah, it's, it's yeah. So, so he, he one day, one day in the stories out of nowhere, just gives me a shout out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? I'm like, <laughs> How do you even know I really exist? And I was like, wow, this guy is like the nicest dude ever. And then he started listening to the podcast. And now I think he's probably one of our number one fans. So, of course, I we had to have so. him on because we are totally vain and self-absorbed, <laughs> which means you have to have people on when they say nice things about you. That's so right. that's the secret to getting on the podcast, by the way. Just <laughs> say nice things about us and we'll Give probably get you on at some yeah. point. Yeah. But we have the <laughs> one and only Al Schultz from New York Woodworks. What's going on, Al? Hey, hey, hey. How's everybody doing this evening? Great, and it's not man. even in the IG world. Not even in the IG world. I tell you what, I'm going to have to get some new headphones here because you have swelled my head so big. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> well, so two weeks ago, I mean, so this was the greatest thing. Like two weeks ago, I know I talked about it, but screw it. I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about it again because it's my show. But right. two weeks ago, I I got the I had the privilege of coming up to your shop. And my favorite moment was I gave that little faint, nervous knock on your door. And you just. <laughs> come to the door and it's like holy crap it's really you and it's just big bear hugs and it's like oh it's like old buddies just hanging out in the shop it was just so awesome man absolutely absolutely and i'm so glad you came up and if anybody is wondering vincent is very very huggable <laughs> well, i am quite huggable i like to think i'm huggable yeah i'm a lot easier yeah. to hug too now that cancer knocked a few pounds off you know it's like <laughs> it's hard to hug someone that's four bills so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but uh no, it we was, had a. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was gonna say it was so fun because, and I said it on the show, and I'll say it because now you're here too. It was so you were so good to me while I was there. You, it was like me shop, you shop, you know. And it, you were just you opened up your shop to me. I could, I was able to use your tools. You bailed me out of a really difficult situation of my own creation, <laughs> and I learned so much. Just even like stuff that I'm now, I'm now confident to do, like my CNC is now going to get some use because I learned a few things watching you operate. And it was just, it was amazing to watch someone that's so specialty skilled as you. And I just want to say one, one thing real quick, because it sounded like from what I heard, it's that, did you guys feel like you're instant friends? I mean, Oh yeah. 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 Without a doubt. And that's what, like every time I've met another maker or someone that, you know, I'm connected with on Instagram or YouTube or whatever, and I meet them in person. And it's just, it, it's a weird phenomenon that you're just like instant friends, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's amazing. So anyways, sorry, I interrupted. But. We, no, that's fine. We connected, we connected in one of those, like, this is unbelievable kind of ways. Like right. there were points like, I, okay, so, and Al will back me up on this. I think I was there for like three hours before I asked for the Wi-Fi password and I didn't have cell service and I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, yeah. it was so like Al and I, like I got there and I was like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to like, you know, come in and just like, I'm here to use your tools. And, and, and I really wasn't, I was there to hang out, but it's like, I don't want to be rude and like just spend all day here. And I felt, I wasn't sure like the right balance, right. you know? But it just kind of like, I think for the first, what was it? The first like hour and a half, I don't think we picked up a tool. No, like we were just dude. bullshit and the whole yep. time was yep. great. <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. 
Because we didn't have to type, we could actually talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, right. The it's conversations true. are so much faster when you don't oh have to God. type. <laughs> we were we were and, covering ground. <laughs> but it was it was it was amazing. Like I got to see I got to see Hannibal, which is just if you've never seen a full panel CNC before, you know that it's like it's mind blowing how big it is. Like I look at my my CNC is not small. Like I have a large sized hobbyist. Well, I wouldn't call that this one a hobbyist. This is more of a uh, an almost prosumer one, I would call it. Prosumer, it's yeah. Borderline okay. prosumer. But like I stand in front of that thing and it's like, Jesus what? Christ. I still have a question. So you guys have seen the new X-Carve. Mm-hmm. And the new Shape Oko. Yeah. How are those how, how are those in relation to the uh to yours, Al? Like size wise. Uh, well the the total footprint of my machine is is about seven feet wide and about 10 feet, 11 feet long. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's huge, and, dude. And That's it weighs, huge. and it weighs 2000 pounds. Okay. So it's, it's still much bigger. Yes. And, yeah, okay. heavier, and heavier and heavier. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, you, like you, even when Vincent was four bills and I'm, putting three, <laughs> and I'm putting three bills, we could, we could both uh, wrestle on top of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best analogy I've ever, <laughs> you know, I can't get over. I can't get over. By the way, I can't get over the the MDF back. I, like I, that's never gonna like get old to me. Like when when you demoed oh, the, the suction that that there was no holes in the MDF and it still sucked air through it. I was like, I I still t- it still blows my mind. Like I go downstairs and look at my MDF. I'm like, no, I have to screw into this. This doesn't <laughs> it doesn't work that way over here. Yeah, every everybody likes that trick, you know. Like I, I have a nephew that's like, can we do the thing with the with the hold the styrofoam? <laughs> <laughs> so your story, like you're not you're not like some like propeller head that you, you know sitting around like playing with buttons and all that kind of stuff. You are, you're like a Renaissance man. You have quite a story behind you. So, well, and, and, and I think I said it last week, this is like, I'm so, cause Al, we, I mean, we've been con- talking back and forth a little bit here and there, but this, I'm so excited for this. Cause I don't know your backstory. I'm super excited to hear. <laughs> so tell us, no, I, obviously it's, it's, it's a broad question. I know, but right, like, right. Tell us the, the story of Al. Let's start with like, how did you um like what was growing up like and you know how did uh, how did it get started for you yeah i uh well quick quickly uh you were here and the house that i live in now was actually built by my great grandparents no way uh yeah and uh and then literally about 800 feet up the road is my family's uh used to be a dairy farm. Now they, now my uncle and his sons, uh, run it and they just do beef and, and, uh, hay and stuff like that. We don't do dairy anymore, but yeah, I grew up right, literally right here. Um, and if you go up the road about a quarter mile in the other direction, I'm pointing as if you can see it, (laughs) (laughs) uh, in high school, I was apprenticed to a cabinet maker right there who has literally just this year passed, uh, not COVID related. <laughs> oh, and uh, so, yeah, I grew up on a dairy farm. Uh, I'm a, I'm a poor dirt farmer, you know, uh, didn't, didn't have a lot, you know, and that's not a poor me thing. We just had to figure out how to uh, make things work, you know, farmers, you know, a pair of pliers and some baling wire and we can 
pretty much fix anything. <laughs> well, it, right, and you get you reap the benefits at this point, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You just gotta yeah. you gotta figure it out. You know, I I think today, you know, we watch, and I don't want to down on people or anything, but like sometimes I'll see a younger adult, let's say, you know, like get ready to throw something out. And I'm like, listen, if you turn that screw and replace this nut, that thing will work for another five years. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like that's, that's almost, that's almost a lost art. And thankfully that, you know, the maker movement, as it grows, you do see people being a little more willing to fix things. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it is, it is a lost art to actually repair something. You just like, everything is disposable now. Yeah. Yeah. And then from, uh, from high school, I was a, an art major in high school, if that's a thing. In my senior year, I had five periods of art. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. actually, I mean, I, yeah. that's actually amazing that this, your school had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I graduated with a Regents diploma. <laughs> wow. So, you and me both, man. That's a yeah. New York thing. No one, yeah. no one outside oh, of New York has yeah. any idea what a Regents diploma <laughs> is, by the way. Yeah. That just means I are smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's I got a it, good education. Yeah. It, it, I just realized, though, you know, I, I grew up in New York too. So, technically, yeah, that's right. You grew up in you grew yeah, up in Rochester. Yeah. So uh, that's right. Yeah. Look at that. Three New Yorkers right here. That's how we roll from different parts of New York. But yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think people realize, and you know, I, I even I, I'm not in like the heart of like New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think people realize how varied New York is as a right. state. So like when I came up to see you, I mean I've been far north, but I you are that is the furthest north I've been to Albany, yeah. but you know Albany Albany's a city, yeah. but I I when I was coming up to you and I'm driving and it's just getting more and more rural as I get north, and then I go over R- the Rip Van Winkle Bridge and <laughs> it's like holy crap, it's like another world up yeah. here. What is going on? Well, <laughs> like it, it's funny because I'm I'm closer to New York City here than I am when I was in Rochester mm-hmm. in the same state, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Right. So, but yeah, hey, it's sorry. like farms. There's like farms. I saw silos. I'm like, yeah. I, I forget that this goes on in New York. New York is a beautiful yeah. state. I mean, it, it really is. I'll tell I'll tell you <laughs> to kind of go along with that. Uh, after high school, I joined the military. Uh, I married a woman in the military and ended up in Kansas for almost 20 years. Oh, they just mm-hmm. beat my Buffalo Bills tonight. So <laughs> I've, I've, I've always been a Patriots fan, <laughs> but I, uh, one of, we were out at a family gathering at a lake. This is a hundred years ago in Kansas. And one of my brother-in-laws taps me on the shoulder with his fishing pole and he whispers, Al, can I ask you a question? And I was like, yeah. And as serious as a heart attack, he said, are there any trees in New York? <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, you know, I had to school him and I said, right. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you wouldn't say yes to that. Why right. would you? Mess with him, right. You got him on the hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just, we just paint him on the buildings. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just uh, the cell phone towers. That I, we was just gonna say, I, yeah. I was just yeah. going to say, they're actually all cell phone towers. Yeah. Actually, that's not that far from the truth I anymore. Know, right? <laughs> At least it feels that way. This was but, a little before cell phones. But yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's interesting how, you know, people people think that when you hit the border of New York, it's concrete. <laughs> right. You really do. They, well, everyone, and I, I don't want, you know, I'm not going to make it political, but I mean, you'll probably agree with me. And everyone, including our governor, pretty much thinks this, the, the state begins and ends with New York City. Right. Yes. Yes. You know, right. and it's like there is a New York outside of New York City. 
contrary to the belief of literally everyone in this country. Right. And and I say this, and my wife gets mad at me every time I say it. I said, it really, if you look at a map, three quarters of New York City is in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to piss some people off. I like it, though. That's going to piss some people off. So wait, so how did you end up back in New York then? I, uh, I moved back here in 03. Uh, to go into business with my family. Okay. I, I do not recommend this. <laughs> <laughs> they say you never work with family. Yeah. Right. And uh, and I uh, I uh, stalked my current wife, who was my high school sweetheart. Uh, wow. I actually gave Rebecca her first kiss in the basement of the house we live in now, 31 years ago. Wow. <laughs> Aww. Do you have like a like a sticker on the floor that says <laughs> you were here, or, right? Just like a lips, just a pair of lips yeah, right. okay, right. on the wall. Yeah. Wow. So, I feel like uh, we're gonna have to make a plaque, Vincent, or something. I, I, we really should. Like we have. There has to be like you know. If only we knew a guy with a CNC, he could make like a commemorative <laughs> plaque. Like yeah. it would just work out so well, well. I feel like we could make a seven foot plaque from what I've heard. So. <laughs> oh man. All right. Sorry. Keep interrupting, but that's uh, no, no, and uh, and then my wife and I started our own businesses together. Uh, I was a truck driver. We owned a big Peterbilt triaxle dump truck, and we hauled uh, aggregate and asphalt and stuff like that. And I had some back injuries and back problems, and and uh, the doctor told me, you know, get out of the truck and find something else. And this, what I'm doing right now, it was my retirement plan because I had been a maker. I didn't know I was a maker, but a maker pretty much all my life, you know, out of necessity on the farm. And right. then, uh, I got into vehicles and I, you know, I, I, I restored old motorcycles out in the Midwest for a while. Um, you know, and you had to make your own parts cause you know, sometimes you can't find parts for, you know, early twenties and thirties motorcycles. I love how you say that. Like, well, you know, you have to make your own parts cause <laughs> yeah, it looks like, by the way, notice he didn't, he didn't, he didn't emphasize that they were twenties and thirties motorcycles. Right, right. No, yeah. It's that, well, you know, you just got to make your own parts. Like what else would you do? Of course. Come on. Yeah. And car, I got into sports cars and, and, and body work is a lot of mm-hmm. making, you know, uh, kind of kind of stuff and then uh i lost my train of thought sorry <laughs> you know yeah, you, so you, you never think you ba- your whole life as a timeline <laughs> right it, it's it is really it is really funny and yeah. usually when you start thinking about your life as a timeline it's when you start doing that crazy reassessing thing that we all do at the <laughs> midlife point <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> well, I, okay i say i say all that and then ended up in the truck and with the injuries and stuff like that, I say all that. So to make a point that buying all this stuff before you have a business is not necessarily the smartest way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you buy it, the business will come. Is that well, the saying? Uh, well, uh, we're, we're, I'm working. I work as hard as I can. <laughs> uh, and that's, that's the plan. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of you guys and gals that are doing uh, making as a side hustle until you can uh, make a go of it. That's the proper way to do it. I was kind of forced into this mm-hmm. um, uh, medically or physically. Uh, this wasn't supposed to happen until I w- was 60. I was going right. to I was going to retire at 60 and build my dream shop and, and, and that. But 
I wouldn't change this. My wife was like, well, if this is what we're going to do, let's do it. And we, you know, she's been by my side every day ever since. And, uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a struggle. Uh, Vincent and I were talking when he was here that, you know, you get to see all the fun stuff on Instagram right? And posts like that. You don't really see the behind the scenes. And, and, uh, I mean, I try to keep my posts as real as possible or, but you, you know, want to be positive. I mean, sure. sure. Yeah, you know, I get that three, three, three to five minutes of, of dots on a screen doesn't, doesn't right. constitute a 10 hour day. <laughs> right. For sure. Do you think, so, I mean, obviously it's not ideal. Uh, do you, have you felt, I mean, would you say that there are any benefits of just getting kind of forced into it? Not obviously not outweighing the better way of doing it. Cause I totally agree. And that's definitely the way I operate is I want to, I want to be in a secure place before I jump into it. But do you think there's any benefit to it? Abs- I mean, I can only speak from my experience and looking basically into your life as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, and not speaking directly of Ethan Carter, but right. I, f- I feel like jumping off like this, I don't have a choice, but to make it right. You know, right. where it, whereas if I think some makers and we, we all have people we follow either YouTube or Instagram, we all know that one or two or, or 10 makers, uh, that you're like, listen, you could be doing this as a living. You know, you mm-hmm. should, but, but they're kind of afraid to maybe take that big step because it's a step. You know, when oh, you yeah. when you don't know where the mortgage is coming from next right. month, right, right, step. You know, and you gotta, you know, one I, of the I, things, one of the things that I think people don't realize though, and I'm not going to mention Jason Stapleton because I do every up. Oops, uh, but <laughs> one of the things he always says though, and and I I didn't I didn't used to buy into this. But as I'm getting older and more established and trying trying to find my way, you know, instead of just going to the nine to five and trading, you know, hours for dollars, one of the things that I'm starting to find is that the security you think you have mm-hmm. by working for someone else is nothing. It you think it's there, but I worked for up until two thousand May of two thousand eighteen. I worked for the same company for twenty years. Right. 20 years. I'm only 44 and I worked for the same company for, at that point I was 42. So right. I worked it was, it was like half your life at that point, basically. Pretty much, right? right? Wow. I had no security. When they needed to let me go, I was just as expendable as everyone. Right. Now I lasted right. longer than a lot of other people did, but hey, they needed to let me go and I got let go and I didn't know it was coming. One day I was at work, the next day I found out I wasn't going to have a job anymore. Right. So, Well, I think it's know, the same thing with health though. I mean, to your point, Al, it's like the same thing. It's like you might think you have a plan, but mm-hmm. health health things yeah. can change, and yeah. all of a sudden, you, yeah, yeah, and that's exactly it. Like you, your security, your security is basically an illusion, right? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. No, that's a that's a very. I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, that's a very 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 good point. And my wife and I have had numerous conversations because this is you know making this work is very stressful, and we're we're not as successful as we want to be. You know, I still have a, I still have a landscape business that my goal is to get out of when Mm -hmm. I make enough money here. But also at the end of the day, you know, my wife and I will sit in the living room and I'll tell her money's important because money is the, the, the capital or the lubricant that makes this human life go around. But if we're not happy and we're not on the same page, none of this matters. 
Right. None of yeah. it matters. And that security that you're that you're working for, when I when I lived out in the Midwest, it was always the next bike is going to make me happy. The next car is going to make me happy. The next job is going to make me happy. The next project will make me happy. And then I came back here and, you know, found my high school sweetheart and like got my head unscrewed and realized that all those things are just stepping stones in life. And they're not what makes me, what makes me Mm -hmm. is my relationship with my wife, my relationship with my friends, my, my ability to say, to you know some guy i've never met down south hey come on up and use all my tools <laughs> <laughs> yeah so a funny story no, and he told yeah. i was telling me this the other day and this is you know this is the kind of guy he is and he'll never ever ever he's gonna play it off like all oh, shucks but here's <laughs> the truth right so al and i were talking the other day um because i i had a complete bonehead maneuver and i figured out why i couldn't get my cnc to cut through and i was so excited i said i just picked up the phone and i called al i'm like you're not going to believe it. I finally figured it out. <laughs> so we were talking for a while. He goes, you know, you're the first person ever to be in my shop and use my tools while I wasn't in my shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, wow. You know, and I, I would think like 52 times about that. But, you know, if like if it was Al in my shop, I'd be like, yeah, no problem. Just use the stuff. You know how to, you know how to use it. You need any guidance right, on right, it? Like, right. But it, it's really funny that you have – you know, Jason called it when he was on, he called it the, the 2019 friendship, mm-hmm. you know, where you, yep. you have friendships with people and you feel these crazy connections with people that for all intents and purposes, you really have no right to feel, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah. It, out, but out, they're just there out in the real world. It's like stranger danger. What are you doing? <laughs> right. No, yeah, you, right. You actually would be creeped out by the yeah. fact that someone yeah. was so friendly you know, like if somebody came right. up to you in New York City and said, "Can I borrow your car for a few minutes?" You wouldn't go, "Sure." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, it, it, it's funny, Vincent. You said that because, uh, and I won't, you know, I won't talk about names and, or anything like that. But I had uh, one of uh, maker friend who were, I mean, even on uh, an Instagram world, we're pretty new friends. But he lost a pet, and uh, and you know, it was a pet of I think sixteen years or something, and. You know, and I checked in a couple of days, you know, he told me about it and I, it, you know, whatever. And then a couple of days later, I just checked in on him and it, he was like blown away that I would ask about it. And I'm like, of course I would ask about it. That's what you do with friends. But yeah, but we've never met in person. And, and, but, and, and when he said that, you know, because I think he was, he was appreciative of the fact that I reached out, but to me it was like, of course, but yeah, if you if you step back, it is a little weird, right? You, I've never met him in person, and um, and it's just, but that's, I, as I said when I asked if you guys had that instant friendship connection, I think that's part of it is that we're so like minded as we always talk about Vincent mm-hmm. that it's just, of course, we're instant friends. You know, it's I don't know, it's really nice. It didn't, it didn't even feel weird, like like after I was done after I was done working, I was like. Hey Al, where's your broom? I got to sweep up. And he's like, No, I'm like, No, no. Where's your broom? Right? Yeah, Did right, I not? Exactly. Do- I said, Where's your broom? Oh, I got to sweep courtesy. up. Right. And it was just like, you know, I imagine that there are people who wouldn't do that, but it's like that's not what you do to your friends. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're if you're not friends with somebody, you use their shop, you leave, you go home. But I, no, I I did like the tools. Vincent focus face. You had some focus in uh, in Al's stories. My ass was clenched the entire time. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I was and, like, Vin, uh, Al's 
do, uh, doing some stories, and I'm like, I don't think Vincent even is it's even on his radar. I was he tangentially is aware, laser, but uh, dude, yeah, that laser story focused. is terrifying. I was no <laughs> way in hell I was looking anywhere. I but respect. The I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying that in any way other than yeah. like out of respect because you were super focused as you should be. So I was actually quite proud of myself because that board, which by the way, Al is all glued up now, but I, that's I saw yeah, it. It's looking amazing. <laughs> that board. I had to cut a 20-inch board into three-quarter-inch strips. So that's a, think about how many cuts that. That's a lot of – it's I, a minimum of 20 cuts. Yeah, I don't know how I, – I saw the I'm same thing. I'm not doing this, the math, but it's more yeah. than 20 cuts. <laughs> I saw the same thing this morning, Al, and I was like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I, – I, I don't know what I was thinking, but you know what? I'm just going to tell you the God's on shoot. The client has seen the stories. It's like that – is spectacular. Oh, yeah. I'm well, like, he should be gorgeous. <laughs> should be because that thing is incredible, man. So, Al, you know what's funny? What's that? Just and this is we'll tie it back to my visit last week. So, one of the things that Al learned me how to do <laughs> was how to flatten a board on my CNC. Oh yeah, and and now I feel super confident that I can make this happen, like super super confident. So, one of the things that I am actually going to do, probably not tomorrow because I got to get a couple of things done, but. And I got to unclench, but I will be flattening that checkerboard board on my CNC. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. really cool. It's, it's only about a 32nd of an inch off in some spots. And I figure I don't want to hit it with sandpaper to do it. I kind of would rather flatten it completely properly, like properly now yeah. that I know how to do it. Yeah, but and that's a thing that you taught me. <laughs> yep. And run it in two passes. Like, don't even know a 30 seconds, not that much. Mm-hmm. do run it in two passes so you can kind of you want to uh who who says it sneak up on the cut yeah the mm-hmm. time. <laughs> i love that phrase because it's so much it is what you do like if you're if you're trying to cut accurately that fence gets a lot of gentle taps yeah 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 <laughs> but so, so uh, uh, well oh, sorry no go for it go for it i was just gonna ask so Al, like i know some of what you make but i don't know exactly like what like what you have a great shop. You have an amazing CNC. Like, what kinds of stuff do you make, and what, like, what is or what is or what do you hope is your business going forward? Oh, the answer to that is yes. <laughs> 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 I I kind of have a twofold. Uh, it's a very vague plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one is I I am actually a very intricate custom cutting board maker. I haven't, mm-hmm. made, I haven't made any in a while. Um, uh, Vincent saw all the totes that were under the CNC. We didn't pull any out, but those are all packed full of cutting boards. Um, are those are those the ones that are on your site now? Or I oh, didn't know those were in there. No, on the website, mm. some of, some of them are still there. Uh, we might have to work. We might have to work something for those of you. I'm wondering why I would ask such a ridiculous question. It's because Al and I are in the process of redoing his website, like to uh, punch okay. it up a little bit. L- let me interrupt. Uh, Vincent is in the process of redoing. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that one of the things that I want to do is show off more of his work. If you got a bunch of work in a tote, then I might need to come back up there and take some pictures because that would be awesome. Like oh, yeah. to just have a yeah. massive display of all the stuff that you've made. Sure. Um, wow. Well, unfortunately, I don't have. I mean, I'm sure we all we all have the same problem. We don't have the things that we've made, so it's hard to show it. But yeah. uh, as far as a business goes, I like the not necessarily custom, custom cutting boards. That's where I started in the basement before I built this shop. Um, 
but just custom work for people, whether it be a custom sign, like a, a nice walnut sign or engraving in something, a bench seat. Uh, I've made some tables. Um, so I'd like to continue doing custom. I like one-off stuff. Uh, one of my favorite projects years ago, I built, uh, they, the customer brought me this, what was left of an apothecary style cabinet. Oh, I love those. That had I, 40, I absolutely love those. Oh, it was, it, this thing was pieced together with plywood in the back and, it had 17 coats of lead paint on it. <laughs> and, <laughs> Scratch and sniff, right? Scratch yeah, and sniff. Yeah. And she, you know, she's like, can you fix this? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not even maybe. And I said, they don't make enough PPE for me to even <laughs> touch this, let alone fix it. Yeah. And they, and they were getting ready to have a new baby. I was like, you don't want this in your house. And I ended up building an entire wall in their kitchen that looked like it was a hundred years old. It had a, a slide-out galvanized dough board. Um, That's cool. We, we built a. I built a uh, uh, an appliance garage that was hidden with outlets inside the garage. You know, so she could have like her her really fancy espresso maker in her hundred and twenty-year-old looking cabinet. You know, and we used flow right. gla- flow glass and the doors. It was beautiful, and I like doing that kind of stuff. But then the then there's the CNC side of the shop. Mm-hmm. Which I'm really lately, I'm really, really into Baltic birch and like flat pack style furniture. Uh, I'm trying to figure out different things, different designs, because I mean, flat pack is pretty, pretty simple and serviceable in and of itself. So I'm trying to figure out different ways to make it more artistic. Kind of like I don't know if right. you uh, lignum. Uh, mm-hmm. you've ever yeah. seen it? Oh, they're they're they're. And also be a CNC service to other people. Um, sadly, uh, I've, I've approached two or three local cabinet slash CNC shops and they just look at you like you're trying to steal their business. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm trying, I'm here to help you. I'm here to augment your business. And they're like, right. no, 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 no. We'd rather, you know, uh, I, it's I, almost, it's almost stupid. weird how the, like the makerspace, we're all like, yeah, use our tools, outsource to me, I'll help you out. You yeah, know, I yeah. was even saying while I was up there, I was like, I've had people ask me for projects I don't have the capacity to do. But right. now it's like, oh, I can just say, hey, Al can do it for you. Just get in touch with Al. Right, right. You know, because right. we don't we don't look at it that way. But the, the like the quote real world, we really world. do. Right? Yeah. It's almost the maker community is almost, and I say this as a descriptive, it's almost a detriment because we get so... Hey, used to it. Yeah. Ethan will help me or Ethan will help me or I'll help them or, you know, whatever. And then you see you're not my neighbor, but you see a person in the real world, quote unquote. And it's like, Hey, can you help me out with this? And they look at you like, what are you crazy? I'm not giving you that. I'm not helping you. You (laughs) Right. And they don't even want your help because to your point, they think of it as like a infringement on, or it could be an infringement. Yeah. 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 You know what? I bought my boss out in Kansas. He was always he always had sayings and everything. And one of the things that he said to me years ago, because uh, I literally started in the gas station, the petroleum industry out there on a shovel, and eighteen years later was a uh, an electronics technician. Um, so he told me one time that you should be training everyone under you to do your job better than yep. you do. Yep. You know, and then everybody moves up, and so, so much so 
at least in my area and maybe it's everybody's area, but so much so like around here, people don't want, they're like, no, 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 no. We're not teaching you anything, you know, unless you want to hand, you know, a, a, a wage over, you know, $750 and I'll teach you how to run that file or whatever. And I, I just don't, it's very off-putting and it's kind of depressing. <laughs> I, I totally agree with you, Al. And I, and I've heard a similar kind of sayings. It's like, you, you you want to train the person that's underneath you better to be better than you because then you don't have to do that job and you can do a, another job, right? Another job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, but one of the, I, I just before I forget, have you ever, have you thought about doing uh, templates and stuff like that? Because I know um, April Wilkerson's doing a lot of like uh, with her CNC, she's doing templates and stuff like that. So you sell a template for uh, Adirondack chairs. And, and you're selling the template. You're not selling the end result because people want to make it themselves, but you can sell the template where they can use a, you know, a, a flush cut router bit to get it perfect and all those types of things. Have right. you ever thought well, about that? Yes, absolutely. I have. And actually it, it kind of coincides with Vincent helping me. Okay. I, ha- I have all these ideas and I have one offs all over. I've got some templates. I've got, uh, I've got signs. I've got stand up desks. I've got, bottle openers i've got i'm just looking around the shop i've got trays you know but i don't know how to market this stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. people, people don't know that there's 30 products right here in this little shop mm-hmm. you know? yeah uh, well that's why vincent's gonna help with the <laughs> but, yeah i hope vincent's gonna save my life <laughs> oh jesus christ <laughs> you know all i want to do is a podcast <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> Christ. No, I, I mean, there were certain things, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because there were certain things that I've just kind of gotten the hang of. I, I just, maybe I've just fell into it and don't, don't mistake, by the way, everyone listening to this, don't mistake falling into something with pure dumb luck as, right. as skill. Sometimes you do just fall into something pure dumb luck and it's like, oh, this is working. I'm just going to keep going with it. Right. But I like I feel like, you know, getting back to the way we do things around here, it's like, oh, OK, so you you need to increase your business. Right. I have things that I've done that have increased mine. It, I don't I'm, look, I'm not making a million dollars. And can I even support myself entirely off what I make? No, I cannot. And I'm I've never represented it as that this has been a side hustle. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be a side hustle for the foreseeable future. But it's becoming a bigger side hustle. Right. Which means I'm doing something right. right. So, Absolutely. well, yeah. it goes back to that idea, Vincent, of you're building skills all along the way. So, everything that we're doing on social media, on mm-hmm. website, on um, on making all those things build up, and all of a sudden, you don't re- even realize that you have all these kind of ingrained skills that mm-hmm. make you more marketable or make you make the side hustle bigger, right? It's or yeah, or even that your skills improve. And one of right. the one of the crazy things, like one of my friends um ordered something from me and then he messaged me when he got it. He goes, I, I just want to tell you something. He goes, and you know, take this for what it's worth. I can't believe how much you've progressed in what you've right. done what you're mm-hmm. doing since you started doing it. And to me, it I don't see it because it's just like that's just me doing things. Of course. But when you do when you do look at your first anything, right? Like you go, oh wow, I really like I thought that was so good when I made it, and now it's like, mm, you know, it's it's okay. It's There's nothing same, wrong with it, but <laughs> it's the same thing about watching like like so my nieces, right? So when I when I used to see my nieces every week, I never noticed them growing up. 
But now <laughs> that I see them, you know, and unfortunately, but it's it's the way of COVID and whatever. Mm-hmm. I see them every in person every three months or whatever. They look huge every time, and it's the same kind of thing with with your skills. You don't, yeah, you're not going to realize it yourself because you are living in it. But if you actually look back, and I and I did that recently with some of the like leatherworking stuff that I've done, and I was like, oh, I'm like I I'm actually. I actually am a better leather worker than I was a year and a half ago. Like, sure. but I don't feel that way. Right. I don't feel it at all. It, sneak, but, it sneaks yeah. up on you. It yeah. sneak, totally sneaks up on you. Do you have anything? Do you have anything? Cause I, I mean, you had a lot of stuff in your shop and I was, I was looking at like he did, Ethan, he has one sign that's right by where his computer is this beautiful blue sign. It's two tone blue. It's distress. It's gigantic. It's a welcome sign. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking at, it, I'm like, wow, this is really good. But you must have had like to get to the level that you're at now, you must have had just an inordinate amount of failures along the way to oh. get to where you are now. <laughs> like I can only like I see what you do now and I know what here's the funny thing, right? Before I got a CNC, I didn't really know what was involved. I thought it was just I mean, I didn't I don't mean this insultingly, but I thought you literally put the piece of wood on, put the code in and work it. And why did I think that? Because because I had a 3D printer that was that way. My laser cutter generally is that way. Every piece of digital fabrication I've ever worked with was basically that way. CNCing is not that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what I, was like that learning process must have been brutal. The the learning well the learning curve on a CNC has been ridiculous. And and I told you when you were up here, and I don't. I don't not tell people, and now I'm going to tell twenty five thousand. It doesn't. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. This CNC is my first CNC. Wow, I, I, it still blows my mind. Yeah. By the most, way, yeah, most people, crazy. yeah, most people start with a you know the X carve or or something like that. I'm still trying to master um, the cricket, so <laughs> <laughs> which is a CNC. Yeah, by the way, I've, yeah. got, I've got a vinyl cutter. I love it. It's, a, it's pretty simple. It's it's hard to go from the total capabilities of a program like vcarve and then into a very simplistic uh plot <laughs> Dude, oh my god i just had this discussion with somebody i'm like i'm like how do you use this program the D- cricket design space i'm like how do you use this this is driving me crazy They're like it's really easy i'm like it doesn't make any damn right, sense right, right to go the other way yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. going the other way yeah. is impossible well i always say it. it's like uh I, I i'm sure i've used this analogy before too but when we went from vhs tapes to dvds you didn't you didn't really notice the difference i mean right, you did right, but right. but if you ever went from watching dvds back to vhs you're like holy crap <laughs> yeah, yeah hells no yeah. right but but you like so it's funny that there's a one-way direction sometimes you know oh yeah yeah that's funny what, what was your what so how how did you learn to use the damn thing because i'm just gonna tell you that little bit of time that I spent with you was so educational. It's like, oh man. And I've had nobody like, it's like, okay, YouTube videos. I watch Winston Moy. Like I'm learning <laughs> to osmo. There's like three or four guys I watch Winston Moy and like Smoky CNC Woodworks and Paw Paw's Workshop. Like those three guys. I learned a lot watching them. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, it's still learning on your own. How the hell did you learn how to use the damn thing? Uh, YouTube. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Uh, no. And, and uh, I did a lot of carving on foam, like, uh, mm-hmm. like pink, you know, or the, whatever it is, the purple, uh, like the heart, the like hard, but not hard foam. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, the, the stuff um, they use to use your circular saw on the ground. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. 
Um, and I also have a bowl of carbide bits that are in multiple pieces. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, carbide's worth a lot of money, and I'm going to have a couple of pounds of it eventually. <laughs> right. You know who doesn't break bits? Who? Who's that? It, people who don't use their machine. There right. you go. I, I'm being right. dead serious, yeah, by no, the way. No, yeah, if no. you don't have if you don't have some broken bits, it's because you're not using your machine. Yeah. And and another thing, kind of like uh, along the same lines of jumping into the business and having to make it work, mm-hmm. you only break a couple of sixty or eighty dollar bits. That <laughs> you ain't kidding. Until, right before you start double checking things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you know how I learned it? I didn't learn it with with, with um, CNC mills, but you know what I learned it with? Bandsaw blades. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you will break your last bandsaw blade uh, and so we're gonna have in a, the worst time. We're going to have a talk because next weekend, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commit to this right now. Because, Are you going to actually take it out yes, of the box? Yeah, I am. I am. But Oh, my God. But we're going to have to have some talks about well, uh, blades because I know the blade that came with it is not what I want, but. For those of you, for those of you who are new to the podcast, oh, it's been Ethan and like I since episode eleven have been talking about his bandsaw and how yeah. he was going to set it up. Yeah. So episode eleven was last May. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a uh, hi, buddy. It's, it's time. It's time. It's time. Cool. So uh, Ethan is finally going to set up his bandsaw. And by the way, you have that, the same idea. All right. If if I do it this week or next weekend, that's going to be the episode, uh, name of the episode. Okay. Ethan sets up his bandsaw, <laughs> and oh, we have well. and our well, maybe not because we have a. Guest I was going to say because we have a guest. That never, might mind. Be a little bit never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, no, that's that's freaking fantastic. I mean, yeah. So yeah, you have the same bandsaw I do, and I'm just going to tell you, it's idiot easy to set it. Oh, I'm it, so excited! It, I didn't no have idea. to adjust it. I never adjust. I've yeah. never adjusted this thing. Right. It's amazing. It's just out of the box. Set it up. Put the blade on. Yeah. The most you'll have to do is adjust the tracking on the blade and call yeah. it a day. You're done. You'll but be I'm, I, I want to. Yeah, I just need to know what kind of like what thickness. I'll tell you blade. what you get. I'm not ripping I'll down t- boards. That's the thing. But. No, you. Well, no, you're not. You, it's not your choice. You right. just aren't. You're not on this <laughs> machine. Exactly. Nor do I want to. But. If if I could interrupt really quickly. Yes, you please. Guys, you you guys just proved a point that I'm about to make. Ooh. <laughs> Along with YouTube, because. My particular, this is a Laguna CNC. I don't know if we're allowed to say that. Sorry. Oh, yeah. You can say anything. Uh, it's a Laguna Swift. Um, doesn't if, come they, from... if they want to sponsor, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right? Hit <laughs> <laughs> me up, Laguna. Your contact, anybody there. We actually have a contact that knows a lot of people at Laguna, and I'm sure he's listening right now. Yeah. Hey, it, my friend, you know who you are. If you could hook that up, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're cool. That if someone wants to put a Swift in my basement, I ain't about to say no. <laughs> But it doesn't come with a lot of operator instruction. Mm-hmm. The most learning, other than trial and error, which is the number one school, uh, the most learning I got was from asking a fellow maker. Right. And, yeah. And I and I have on Instagram and YouTube, I have never once in the two plus years I've had this machine not had somebody re- return a, a thing and say, "Hey, try this." Yeah, I believe it. I mean, so well, and and I I feel the same way. I anytime someone, you know, who if I know them or not reaches out with a question, I think that's the right thing to do. Is absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And you and like I said, you guys were just talking, and and Ethan said you're gonna, I'm gonna have to ask you about this, and Vincent's like, don't worry about it, I got you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's almost a 
It's a reflex because, yeah. I mean, I got here by watching other people and learning what to do. And, you know, I, I, I love asking people that I know, know stuff. Right. You know, but it's, it's, it's almost like it's a, if it's a, if it's an untapped resource, you're just wasting really smart people by not yeah. using them. Yeah. Well, and I yeah. think, I, I think one of the nice thing, nicest things about the maker community, well, is that we actually really enjoy talking about it like i mean it's like when people ask me and they're like oh thanks for responding i'm like no you actually did me a favor because i'm super excited to like i love talking shop i love sharing what i know you know it's it's, i I almost feel like some people like talking about making more than they like actually making (laughs) right for sure for sure as i say on the podcast we do about making Making. Yeah. (laughs) yeah we're gonna take um we're gonna take a quick break um Hit the sponsors. We're going to come back. We'll talk a little more to Al. And then uh, we got a very special surprise for people that oh, we yeah. haven't told you all about. And it's going to be really, really cool. And we'll hit that when we come back. If your home is feeling a little bit drab and uninspired, maybe it just needs a touch of art. Creative Ward Gallery is run by friend of the show, Marion Ward, who does Bob Ross-inspired landscapes in acrylic and oil, and will even do custom commissions to suit your mood or decor. Check her out at Instagram.com slash Creative Ward Gallery. And if you mention you heard about her on Because We Make, she'll ship your piece for free in the United States. What are you waiting for? Dress up your home today. And we are back. So one of the things that we like to ask guests when we have them on, and I'm always fascinated by this because yeah, me too. this is the way that Ethan and I always end up finding new people. This is actually exactly. one of the ways, but this is the primary way we end up finding new people to follow and whatnot. And... I wanted to ask you, Al, who were your influences in the community? Because I'm, we all have them. Everybody has them. I'm curious to see who yours are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, the classics. You know, Jimmy Duresta, uh, <laughs> Bob Claggett. Uh, uh, yeah, you know those guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the legends. <laughs> the legends. Yeah, we've had fifty percent of those legends on this yeah. very show. I'm just going to point yeah. out David Petrudo. But, Humble brag. <laughs> uh, those are those are the titans, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I, I've got I've got three. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my number one. I was actually I actually started following him. I think I'm either number nine or number eleven, and and he's over ten thousand on YouTube now. Uh, that would be Jake Thompson at Northside Customs. Uh, Jake Thompson's the man. Yep, he's down in Texas. He's the man. I love that dude. He's a guy that has befriended me, and he's done nothing but encourage me to get into YouTube, and I have yet to do it other than one video. (laughs) (laughs) And he's still, he's like, when you're ready, let me know. You know, I'll I'll help you set up the video. I'll help you. I'll show you how to process it, how to, uh, you know, set it up or fire it off, whatever you do with it. And, uh, and he's the kind of guy that I could literally send a voice message to during the day, and he'll send me a video back while he's at work. <laughs> yeah. You, in my comments on a video, I can't remember which one it was, but in my comments on a video, you tagged him because I had a question, and you tagged him, and he jumped right in right and in. answered. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not surprised like, at all. I, I, I mean, Jake, I know that Jake is tangentially aware that I exist and that's cool, but it was just like, wow, that is awesome. Like yeah. he just jumped right in. Yeah. was like, yeah, let me be helpful again. There's that, that thing again. Right. Where he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to be helpful. Somebody it's like the bat signal for makers. Like you tag them on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Al just, just for the record, yeah. cause I, I, I'm not at his level at all, but if you, uh, if you jump into YouTube, uh-huh. just, Anything I can do, man. 
So. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're going to get that Carter endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to say, Ethan, you know, before I get off the list here, uh, your Instagram videos are, I'm like, this guy's got to have $48,000 million worth of photography equipment and editing power. Mm. And, you know, it's just like, it's so, you're so good at even just a minute and a half of video oh thank you thank you and i don't but thank you i appreciate it <laughs> it is mind-blowing to me you know we, let's kiss ethan's ass for a minute but it is mind-blowing to me what he manages to squeeze into a one minute yeah. video well I, th- I think that's what i said vincent when you on episode 11 i think it, like uh that, that was actually part of what took me so long to get into youtube is i really enjoyed trying to trying to make a tell the story in one minute but Mm-hmm. Here, here's how I know if I've watched a really good video, and it's dangerous for me. <laughs> About the third Ethan Carter video I looked at, I said I could do that. <laughs> well, no, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh that, and yeah. That that, that is a hundred percent my. That's a hundred percent my goal, though. Like that's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> anyone's ever said made a nicer compliment because that's exactly what i would hope so isn't that isn't that crazy though we all do that too we all do that we every single maker that's listening to this podcast going yeah i've done that Mm -hmm. totally done that like i watch enough of a thing and then i go i can tell i'll give you a perfect example i have watched so many of samantha from jessima tutorials Mm -hmm. i've watched so many of her videos about polymer clay and I get the clay in front of me. And it's like this is not doing what she said it would do. This is She's much a li- harder. Liar. No. Yeah. yeah. But sorry, I interrupted Al. Though. Yeah. Who, who else yeah. you got, Al? No, please. Um, I was. I actually wanted it. <laughs> I've been thinking about this, and I wanted to tell a joke to. Uh, I like your episodes where you read your comments or your. Uh, <laughs> uh, the what do you call it? The reviews? Uh, the reviews, yes. Uh-huh. And I just wanted to let that person that sent you that review, that one review. That... <laughs> Jutulen? Not that I remember his name. Yeah. <laughs> Vincent Ferrari was in my shop for three hours, and he's exactly what you would expect. He interrupted me and talked over me. <laughs> <laughs> and you, But you loved every minute of it. I loved, he did not do any of that either. <laughs> one out of ten would not recommend. <laughs> right. That's funny. I, uh, I actually got a thumbs down for a personal appearance. Oh, That's God. awesome. <laughs> uh, you, get, you get two thumbs up in the shop here, buddy. Oh. <laughs> But, um, excuse me, my next two uh, influences are very close friends of mine who ha- who I met through Instagram. Uh, actually, I met I met one at a craft or at a show, and then I met the other one through Instagram. And they we are in pretty much constant contact and helping each other. Uh, and that is uh, Nick Siciliano. Ah, uh, hmm. yes, signs by Nick. Craft- oh, signs by Nick. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cra- no, crafted by Nick. Crafted by Nick. Yep. All right, I was close. Uh, if you need slabs, this is a guy to talk to. <laughs> Ooh. And uh, he's got a whole yard down in Westchester, uh, and he's set, he's setting up a whole yard uh, with a big mill, and like he, that's what he does. Cool. Um, so he's a good guy to f- check him out. Uh, Made by Earth, crafted by Nick. I think is the whole title of his name. Um, and that's that, pretty awesome. That's yeah. um, he's right across the bridge from me. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. Just, He's another guy, you know, you go down there, I need this particular piece of wood and you come home with a truck full of wood. <laughs> you know, I th- I thought 
I, I recognize the name. I wasn't following him, but I yep. am clicking follow right now. Yeah, so. I'm just I'm gonna look too. Yeah, I thought I. I no, think you are I Vincent. You are. Oh, I am. Okay. And he did a really cool. He used to. Well, I think he still owns a building. It's just not open anymore. But he had a bar right there in uh, uh, Bedford Hills, mm-hmm. and uh, he had just as COVID was starting before shutdowns really got heavy. Uh, he had a maker meetup, and there was probably ah, that's awesome. Twenty of us were there. Uh, and yeah, it was really cool. And then, of course, the whole world went to crap. And mm-hmm. uh, but I think once this, once we figure out what our new normal is, uh, there'll be more of that, like barbecues at the slab yard or something like that. He's he's like really into community. Uh, Super cool and an awesome guy. And then uh, my buddy across the river right here, uh, Outback Designs, Tim Roberts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he restores old, like he'll take an old beam and turn it into a mantle. Uh, he does some really, really intense, uh, he built a table out of this big wheel out of some factory, a big wooden wheel. And he turned it into a glass top table. It, uh, was his rec- one of his recent projects, but what was it again? Uh, Outback designs, Outback underscore designs on Instagram. Yep. Yep. Tim Roberts. Mm-hmm. And the, and the cool thing about Tim is he's like, He's this really soft-spoken guy, and he's kind, and he'll help you. And then you meet him, and he's like six-five, <laughs> a linebacker. His, his <clears throat> biceps are bigger around than my legs. Dude, he looks terrifying in his oh, pictures. He, I'm uh, sorry that I I would not want to screw with him he, at all. <laughs> he's an absolute monster, and he will hug you to death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, yo! I'm I, I he, yeah. See, this is why I love this Vincent because I I found two people. Yep. Ah, nice. Yeah. And actually, awesome. there's a really Colin. nice picture of you on his on 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 um on Tim's feed. By the way, just want to point that out. Picture of me. Yeah, from oh. February seventh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Standing in front of Hannibal. Oh yeah, yeah. He's been up here a couple of times. Yep. Um, ah, awesome. Oh yeah. There it is. Yeah. The stories. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Uh, these are these are two a.m. guys. I call them. These are guys mm. you could call at two a.m. and they will come. Yeah. They will come help you change a tire or bail you out of jail or. <laughs> awesome! That great, great picks. Yeah, yep. new followers for me, but well, awesome. Thank you, for, thank you for letting me mention these gentlemen. They're all awesome, and there's I can mention twenty more. You know. I know that's always the problem, isn't it? Yeah, it's you grow. You know, I've I've said it before, but one of the things I love about this community is you get into it because of the people with all the star power. And then before you know it, you've built your own little community around you. Yeah. Where it's like just a bunch of like minded people that love doing a couple of things and you all just do the things together. Yeah. And it's like it's it's just not what you think you're getting it in getting into it for. It's so but it's so much better. Right. And it's so rewarding. Like I yeah. Listen, I would love to spend an afternoon with him, but I am literally twenty minutes from Jimmy Duresta and I've driven past his shop twice. (laughs) <laughs> you know what well, when i saw when i saw the sign for east durham i was like oh, I Wait, why do i know east durham yeah. <laughs> i i feel like jimmy Duresta is probably the only person that's ever put east durham on the map but, but you, you know what i stopped at his shop because he has uh <clears throat> he's got that uh that plasma the guy with the hammer over his head make i make oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. he's got that hanging in front of his shop and we were, my wife and I were going to a family get together and I drew, and I literally caught the shop, which is about <laughs> 200 feet off the road. We're driving by and I go, 
that was Jimmy Jurassic's shop. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, if it's daylight, can we please stop there? I want to take a picture of it. And uh, she goes, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> you know, Jimmy Duresta, who the, who the hell is that? I, mm-hmm. I, I know, I know <clears throat> that, I know that in our space, like mentioning Jimmy is almost cliche. Right. And I, I understand why, but I really don't feel like people outside of our space understand why he's so right. important to well, so many people. Well, I'm about to give an example. <laughs> oh, look right. at this. I like it. Al, Al's bringing it to I the know, table. Right? Maybe you can be a co-host. Jeez. So, so, <laughs> Gather around, children. It's story time. Well, yeah. Story time. <laughs> Those are great videos. <laughs> so... uh we get we get done with the family get together and we're coming back through town and it's still daylight and I was like I really just want to take a picture of this I make thing I know you're not impressed with it but please and she's like yeah 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 please so we pull in and I'm literally I walk across the front of the building and I literally have my phone up in the air and I hear how's it going <laughs> and I'm like oh crap <laughs> and I look over and Jimmy Duresta is literally leaning he comes outside because he has no service in that shop. And he's literally leaning up against the building, looking at his phone. And I'm like, I said, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I don't want to be, you know, I didn't know if I was trespassing. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, 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 no. He goes, uh, he goes, so you know, you know what this is, you know what this is here? And I'm like, yeah, you're Jimmy Duresta. (laughs) Obviously. Right. He's like, duh. He goes, are you on Instagram? I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh, what's your, uh, what's your name? So I'm like, New York Woodworks. And he's like Googling it or searching. He goes, Oh, cool. Oh, wow. You do some really nice stuff. Follow. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, I'm, oh. and my wife's in the car and she's like, like, like giving me the, what is, what's going on? I'm like, Jimmy Drives, just follow me. <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm freaking out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was totally hardcore. <clears throat> oh, I totally don't have a screenshot of the notification I got when he started following me on Instagram. What? I totally don't have that. Yeah. I'm- I'm gonna I totally cry. don't have that. That I'm would be weird. Cry. So then, oh, it gets better, Ethan. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I said, thank you. I just want to shake your hand. You're amazing. You you encourage so many people, myself included. And he's like, oh, I really appreciate that. He goes, uh, what are you doing? And I'm like, I said, oh, well, my wife's in the car and everything. Oh, we'll get her. You guys want to see the shop? And he, yeah, he literally gave us like a 30 minute tour. I got a, if it looks straight, it is straight poster signed. I got a picture with him. And I, I literally was like, listen, man, I know you're really busy. I'm sorry to, inter- you know, cause I'm sure right. millions of people, you probably get people stopping here all the time. I don't want to be that guy, as you said, Ethan. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, no, 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 no. He goes, don't worry about it, man. He goes, you're the reason I am who I am. And I was like, wow. what? A- that's why, that's why Jimmy is Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Humble. Yep. You know, uh-huh. and uh, yeah. So I got to tour the shop. I got to see all the pretty oh, stuff. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. It's amazing. And it's, uh, that shop is not as big as it looks. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, uh, Vincent, you, when you came in here, you're like, your shop's so huge. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's, so yours, I was expecting, it's really funny because yours, I was expecting to be small uh-huh. and AJ's, I was expecting <clears throat> to be huge. And the literal opposite happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah, that's, that's funny, great, man. And, oh, yeah. and that's but everybody, you know, everybody that meets Jimmy literally says the same thing that he that's Jimmy. That's he, who he is. Yeah. yeah. If he was eating lunch, he would have broke his sandwich in Haskin and asked me if I wanted some. 
Well, he would probably would have made if it was a burrito. He would have used his burrito <laughs> guillotine. Yeah. Oh, that'll be. We should have a <laughs> podcast about burritos with Jimmy Dressa. You know, and I, only I talk think, about burritos. I think you should. I think <laughs> he's already down for it. Actually, I know. Yeah, yeah. The only thing is, like, how could we really? I wonder if we could do that. Hmm. That'd be hilarious. It'd you know, be, it get, would you know, only be funny for us, but. Right. Exactly. And Jutulen would come back and leave another review. You know, I came back. I came back because I wanted to give you guys another shot. You had one of the greatest makers in the world. No, you talked about stupid burritos. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Uh, I, anyway. Uh, without making you run long, can I ask you? <clears throat> we t- we what, do you understand what show you're on? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, actually, I'm just curious because I kind of have an idea and I've seen uh, <clears throat> videos of Vincent's shop but mm-hmm. ethan do you have quote-unquote traditional tools like do you have a, a... Uh, oh you don't know my shop my shop situation uh so my shop situation uh if you if you saw it it would be about an eighth of the size that you think it is <laughs> okay it let no so literally so i mean my shop is very very small um I literally, so it, it's like the mechanic, uh, like, I would say it's like the mechanic room of our house. It's like where the furnace is and stuff like that. It's a really, really shallow. I can literally touch both walls with my arms if I reach out. Yes. And I'm tall. So that's, you know, it's like six feet ish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's super, super small. Uh, but you know what? It's about what, what, how you use your space so absolutely absolutely yeah so i you know i'm not gonna have i'm not gonna have a cnc i'm not gonna have a laser in my shop but i feel like i feel attacked why <laughs> i'm not gonna have a cnc i'm not gonna have a laser oh you're not gonna have a 3d printer either ethan go ahead take all three shots will you <laughs> wait, wait what do you mean <laughs> you need to get one of those little, have you seen those little like one foot by one foot cncs now yeah. dude the snap maker oh the snap maker so- yeah i okay. want that Devin Montez, and you know, it's not my video of the week or anything, but Devin Montez did a video where he used all three functions of the Snapmaker, and it was amazing. Yeah, it no, really does work. Does see that? Like when it they does. when they were when they when that came out, I was like, hmm, this might be the thing for me because I don't, I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I don't need, I'm not, well, at least right now, I don't, I'm not making huge things. So the Snapmaker actually made a lot of sense for me, but I wanted to see if it actually would make sense. It, he liked it a lot, okay, and cool. he's pretty, he's he's pretty honest. So yeah, definitely, yeah, check no, that definitely. One out. But yeah, no, my my shop is small, um, but I like it. it. You know, it's it, but it also guided me towards. It's the reason I got into leatherwork, which is right. also a really nice, you know, a fun thing that i never thought i got it would get ever get into so and and exacto knives are way more quiet than dust collectors <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> that is that that that's a that's a truth that's yep. a truth right there yep. that is a truth right there dust collection is the biggest pain in the ass in the shop i i am i'm mm, biting my freaking fingers trying not to buy something better but I'm almost. I figured out. By the way, this is this is you know you know you told, we were just talking about how you learn stuff by watching people and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just figured out why my dust collection on my CNC was hot garbage. Um, the reason it was hot garbage is because I had the stupid boot too high. I didn't know you could put it as low as you can actually put it and have it stay on. <laughs> so now now when I figure out how deep the bit's gonna go, I know how deep I can actually how far down I can actually move, and it's like oh. Oh, that's much cleaner now. <laughs> so you don't have bristles on your 
I do, but okay. it's not like yours where it's kind of like a box with the head moving up and down in it. It's oh, all okay. attached to the router. Oh, I see. Yeah. And I was just setting it up too high and it wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Well, now when I did the push sticks I did this morning, I just moved it down till it was just beyond the bit because I knew how deep it was going to cut. And boy, it was so nice in my shop. I wasn't getting pelted in the face. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. You'll learn. And two years, you'll be talking to somebody who's just getting into a shape Oko and saying the dust collection sucks. And you'll be like, listen. Lower the boots, stupid. Listen, Padawan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you rookie. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do our video of the week. And this week, this is going to be something it's a, a little unique different. one. Yeah. Yeah. And it has to be. It just has to be this way. Yeah. Um, because a couple of our favorite people actually did similar videos. Um, well, not really similar videos, but on a similar item. Right. Almost simultaneously. Excuse me. <laughs> almost simultaneously. And it was Christy from Twisted Twine mm-hmm. and Brooke from Maker's Workshop. They both, both made former person- guests. Yeah, yeah, both guests. That's true. You know, I was looking at the, I was looking at just friends of the show, but you're right. They were both guests, one more recently than the other. Yes. I was going to say, you just did Twisted Twine, right? <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah. Um, but they both made beautiful purses. Unbelievable. Just like super beautiful. cool designs. And Using- and so different. Both of them are so exactly. different, but so, but both equally like amazing designs. So Brooke, Brooke took the um, living hinge. Mm-hmm. Um, design with the laser and she made a living hinge with and lined it with fabric and then used a magnet to close it and made a cute bow for it it was awesome. she even used some leather and did some leather stitching some saddle yeah. stitching yeah it, it was it was really cool watching her it was really cool watching her do this and i also liked that she, it took a couple of iterations right to exactly get it. Yeah, yeah that was kind of my favorite part like she is i mean we know she's fearless we know she's awesome and just watching her kind of iterate through getting a fit that she was happy with and the right sizing and the right amount of flexibility and then figuring out how to put the interior together. It was really, really good. That's like one of my favorite things. I'm sure I've said it before, but that's like one of my favorite kind of videos is where you're watching the problem solving throughout Mm -hmm. the video. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, because they're, they're really good at what they do. And that's what you, you can tell that they know, like they figure it out because they're very skilled and it comes out with an amazing product and she definitely crushed it. So, and what I, what I love about this project is that she did such a good job on it and it had been sitting in her, was it like right. a year? Yeah. I think it was, it was almost a year. Eye. It's like, it's like my bandsaw. So, well, yeah, but you know, maybe, maybe she actually got this done. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, but it's a, right. it's a really, really cool project. She did Ooh. an amazing job on it and it was like, Oh, okay. This is a definite, like, this is a definite possibility for video of the week. And then Christy yeah. comes out and goes, hold my beer, boys. Wait, hold up. <laughs> because I have this beautiful red leather and walnut. Yeah. Walnut. Walnut purse. <laughs> and of course, because it's Christy, and this is, you know, this is what we talked about when she was on, but the, the walnut has a story. It isn't mm-hmm. just a piece of walnut. It's a piece of from walnut that family. fell from a tree on the family farm. Yep. I love that she showed like the the process of letting it dry out a little bit. Yeah. Like waxing the end just to keep it from drying too fast and cracking. Like, Oh, I didn't know that. That's how that worked. That was pretty cool. And then she did. And you know, we talked about it when she was on the show about the way she did. the. I, I really like the strap. Yeah. Like the strap is definitely my favorite, favorite. Well, she part used the corset stitch. 
Yeah. Or, or no, maybe it might have been the baseball stitch. I can't remember. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think it was a baseball yeah, stitch. Yeah, I think it was a baseball stitch. Yeah. But then she, but then what was really cool is that she put a piece of twine in it. Like right. A, right. Even though you don't see it, the twisted yeah. twine is still there. It's still there in yeah. spirit. And she was this crazy, crazy clasp on it. Yeah, I've never, I've literally I've never, never seen, seen anything like that. that. It was, it's just beautiful, and everything about this is like this screams Christy. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it's so twisted twine, but not mm-hmm. like not at the same time. It's not the, a traditional twisted twine. It's like it's it's a weird balance of like it's exactly her, mm-hmm. but not you know, her. You can look at you can look yeah. at what Christy did and look at what Brooke did, and right. you can. See each of them right. in what they did. Like Christie's yeah. is like this classic red leather with walnut and like upholstery nails and stuff. And it's just looking really nice. And Brooks is more of like, um, I don't want to like a high, almost a high fashion thing. Yeah. I mean, she, she readily jokes that she changes outfits 22 times a day. Right, right, right. So, but it's just like, this is like a, a super modern, just a right. completely different take on a similar item. It was, it was so fantastic. And they came out back to back and I know they had nothing to do with each other. And it was just so cool it was seeing the two cool. of them side by side. So. I, I think that's what it is. I think it's that it's super cool to see two people that basically are making a similar thing, right? Mm-hmm. But they're at the same time, completely different. Like, I love I, that. And you know what I liked about Chrissy's uh, video, too, is I liked that she started with uh, a certain upholstery uh, pin Mm -hmm. and then switched it. She's she like didn't like that. And she switched the uh, the knit like the upholstery pins that she was using. She went from smooth to one that matched the clasp a little better. And I I think that's a really, really like that's an important thing when you're designing a thing is like to look at it as you go and say, you know, like have a critical eye and be like, nah, it's not quite what I envisioned and pivot. I don't know. Kill your babies. Yeah, exactly. Kill your babies. Right? Kill your babies. Always <laughs> kill your babies. That's I, I, you know, I, I, I that phrase, I, I always heard it and now mm-hmm. I'm hearing more people use it and it's like, Oh, okay. This is becoming a thing. Like I'm not, I don't feel like I knew it before everyone else because now everyone is saying it. But yeah, kill your babies. Very, very. Yeah. That was a perfect example of it. Like, oh, these 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 studs look good, and then you start working with it, and you go, and mm-hmm. it would have looked great. I mean, it would it would have been fine it with those. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, dude. I didn't realize how off it looked until she put the other ones right. on. I was like, uh, right, oh yeah, exactly. no, this is the right one. <laughs> yep, exactly. You didn't know, until, like you would not have thought, uh, given it a second thought, if yeah. she hadn't switched them. But yeah, she did. She did. She did, as they say, she did yeoman's work on that. It's really good stuff. So we will have links to both of the videos of the week. Boy, this is going to be, this might piss people off that we've had, we have two videos of the week this week. Well, it's our show, so. But you know what, due to learning, you can kiss my ass. (laughs) Um, No, actually, I am really, really happy about this because both of them have actually earned video of the week once before. That's true. Yep. So might as well put them together and let them win it again. So yeah, you guys win again. Congratulations to both of you. <laughs> um, we have, so we have something special. Um, we have something yes. really, really special. This, I, this is the nice thing about <clears throat> having friends in um, high places. I won't say low places because it's not a low place, but Al has some friends. And when they heard that he was going to be on one of the most popular making podcasts on the internet, Woo! they said, Oh, what are you going to talk to Jimmy, Bob, and David about? And he said, no, because we make. And they said, oh, okay, well, we can still do something cool. 
So he actually scored us. I mean, you know, Al, what you, do you want to tell them what you got for us? Uh, sure. Uh, do I say who it's from? Because they're my th- sure, absolutely thing of the week. Also, um, yep. My thing of the week is Vortex Tool Company. Who cool? Who I was? I had a. I had a. Uh, other than satisfactory experience with another tool company at one time. <laughs> <laughs> and a friend of mine no names no names but i promise you you've heard of them yes <laughs> <laughs> holy crap have you heard of them and a friend of mine on instagram who is a commercial cnc operator he works for a company with millions of dollars worth of cncs said hey check out vortex tool company and i gave them a call thinking yeah these guys aren't going to talk to a little one-man shop well, it turns out they are a family-owned, family-run. There's probably eight people in the entire company. And if you call tech support at Vortex Tools, you're going to talk to one of three people every time. And they will call you back. They will figure out what you need to do. I literally call them and say, hey, I'm cutting this, and this is what I want it to look like. And they say, use this bit at this speed, at this feed, at this RPM. And... What they've done is they sent me some bits to offer with you on the podcast here to do a giveaway. Woohoo! Yes, we have a giveaway for y'all. Yeah. Yeah. So I have five quarter-inch CNC bits of various styles uh, to give away. I can't even believe this. Do we, ha- do we have to do this giveaway or yeah. can I just... <laughs> yeah. Can you just give it to us? Or... Yeah. And along along with the five bits, they have a, a cool little magnet here uh, with a... It's a, fee, a chip load calculator. So you can figure out how fast you should be running your bit at any given time in whatever material. It's a very cool... It's kind of confusing... Uh, until you do the math equation one time, and then you're like, oh, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> and you are going to want to calculate chip load yes. if you're doing any extensive amount of machining. It's it's pretty important. <laughs> and the other awesome thing, other than being American-owned and family American-run, uh, Vortex Tools, also, every time you order from them, you're going to get a little card in the box, and it's Rush ReSharp. You can literally have any of their tools resharpened some of them multiple times. Now you told me a story. I don't, are you okay to tell the story you told me about them? Cause I was blown away by this story. And by the way, Vortex is not sponsoring this episode. This is yeah, just no. a really cool freaking story that Al told me when I was in his shop that day. You're going to have to refresh my about, about the bit, the one that, the one that you had, Oh, the, you had a, oh, the, you had a problem with Hannibal and they gave you a bit. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The one they made? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a problem uh, with chips cleaning out of uh, of the material I was cutting. So they literally designed a bit that would do the job, and they they didn't design it. It's not called the owl bit. (laughs) (laughs) But they, they, they designed and cut the bit to do the job I needed to do, it to do, and now they sell it on their on their website as one of their regular tool you know offer. but this is this is the upside of dealing with with a small company like they will <laughs> i mean they designed a bit for you like yeah. go to go yeah. ahead and go yeah. to yep hell i'll say them go to amana and try to get them to make a tool for you and they'll just laugh at you yeah 
Yeah. But that's now, pretty freaking amazing, actually. Yeah. Now, Amana, Amana is a good company. It's it's the other, sure. the other one I had problems with. <laughs> yeah. well, Amana is fine. No, but I'm not I'm not downing Amana. I'm just saying they're big enough where they can ignore you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. And, and the cool thing about Vortex is they sell to, like, my buddy who, who re- referred me to them. His company buys hundreds and hundreds of bits from Vortex. So, mm-hmm. so they, although they're a small mom and pop, they don't need to talk to me. They're not, they're not making Christmas bonus on me, <laughs> but, right. but I was, I was doing an aluminum, uh, push through sign the very first time I'd ever done this. And I was having a hell of a time getting the speeds and feeds, right? I was galling. I was burning the bits up. You know, I went through four or five bits before and they stayed on the phone with me for three hours until we got I remember it. i remember this by the way yeah until we got it figured out and now i've got it dialed in like i when i'm, I'm getting ready to cut the, a, a similar sign this week and like i know exactly how fast to run this bit which bit to use how fast how deep you know da 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 and they like i said literally over a 3 hour period of time we were in contact with each other almost the entire time try this what did it do how did it fit, you know mhm and that's it's, it's that's the kind of thing that that's the kind of thing that you really it's 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 invaluable it's invaluable to have to have that level of support from right. a company is pretty great i'm 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 very i'm very grateful to the folks at vortex tools for it's it's an incredibly generous thing to offer our listeners and i really do really do appreciate it so we'll so here's what you're going to have to do to win this and we're not going to see this is what this is what was what we're going to do and we're going to make it just so if you listen to this podcast you have an edge because no one else is going to know what's going on so in al's feed ny woodworks ny w-o-o-d-w-o-r-x on instagram he's going to post a picture of these bits that's it he's not going to say Click here to enter the giveaway. He's not going to say, you know, whatever. He's going to post a picture in the next day or two. And you are going to see a picture of the bits for the giveaway with no explanation. They're just going to look like regular pictures. You are going to follow Al on Instagram. Follow Ethan if you're not already and follow me if you're not already. And then comment on his post and like his post. That's all you got to do. So you follow the three of us, comment on the post and like the post. Al is going to do a random number generator type giveaway. We'll figure out some way to do this randomly. And we'll obviously he'll film the whole thing. So you can see it's legit and the winner will get this set of bits. It's that easy. So you guys want some, you guys want some really nice CNC end mills and they're, they're quarter inch shanks. So they're going to fit. They're not made for Hannibal. They're made for us regular people. Um, although Hannibal probably can take a quarter inch. I mean, you know, I don't want to insult Hannibal. He'll kill me, but um, (laughs) down to the table and cut me to pieces. But these are good for people like us that have shape Oko's or X carbs or any of the smaller prosumer or hobbyist level CNC. So this is something you can win. And it's a pretty nice piece of kit to have five high quality bits. What bit do you do you have them in front of you? Can yes. you just rattle yeah. off which ones they are? I have. Uh, and they can also, these these will run in routers also. 
Like if you're a so if you're a peasant and you don't have a CNC, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, I hey. Have, <laughs> I have a uh, quarter inch uh, by eighth inch edge rounding. So this will literally put a bead, an eighth inch bead, on the outside of your uh, of the cut. No way. I didn't even know that existed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh sh- oh, I yeah. need to get me one of those. <laughs> I have a. Uh, quarter inch by inch and a quarter, so it'll cut an inch and a quarter deep single flute low helix. So these are this is going to be good for plastics or hard harder material that uh, needs to clean out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's the helix is the twist of the bit, like a drill bit is a helix, a double helix. So this is a low helix, so it's really slow, so it really whips chunks out. Um, that's an inch and a quarter deep. We have a three quarter inch deep low helix and then we have two uh five eighths and a three eighths straight bit which are going to be good for acrylic and uh uh pvc uh foam uh wood you can cut wood with them um yeah so it's kind of a, a two it's two low helix two straight and then the bead bit I didn't, awesome. I'm really excited about this bead bit. I didn't know this this was a thing. And I'm just thinking like all the stuff that I round over after I cut out. I'm like, oh, I could see this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and the, make, and the chip load card. Did they make one of those with a quarter inch round over on it? Yes. Oh, my God. My life just changed. <laughs> <laughs> my life just changed. You know how many coasters? I'm so tired of making. No, I'm not tired of making coasters. I'm lying. But it would be so much easier if I could just put the piece on the CNC and have it cut all the coasters and cut a round over into all of them. Oh, wow. Oh, the thoughts. Someday, the thought. Vincent, yeah. someday. Yeah. Yeah. One day. Cool. So there you go. That's how you win. And so remember, go to NY Woodworks on Instagram. <clears throat> follow Al. Go to Handmade by Vincent Ferrari and follow me. Go to Ethan Carter Designs and follow Ethan. On the post, like it and comment. That's all you got to do. You know what, Vincent? I think I'll throw in a sticker pack. So it, whatever the winner is, you'll get a sticker pack of me, Vincent, and because we make, I'll send that to them. And we have some we have some special because we make stickers now. Yep, exactly. We have some that no one has, I don't, has anyone seen them yet? Or uh, we... There's been a few, very, very is it great the, few. Is it the two-inch? Two no, we have, we have holographic ones. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think okay. I think you might have some of the there's uh there OG. Happens, yeah, there happens to be one on Hannibal right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I well, I, 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 I thought I sent you one, Vincent. Uh, Al. Oh, oh yeah, you sent me an envelope full of them. I got them right here. I'm looking at them. Yeah, no, but I'll send out a sticker pack to the winner as well. Sweet. Okay, there you go. So you're gonna get a sticker pack and you're gonna get the awesome, awesome end mills from from um vortex tools thank you vortex for sending those over yes thank you very much um ethan you want to do your uh your thing of the week yeah my thing of the week is super uh simple and super uh silly maybe but i've always uh so i've always since i was a little kid you know the spy movies and everything like that i've always wanted to learn how to pick locks Mm -hmm. and so this week i know it sounds silly but i got a uh intro level uh pick locking kit and you know they're they're on amazon you can get them for like 10 bucks um Mm -hmm. but yeah i've been i got it and it arrived on i think 
Thursday night, maybe Friday morning. No, it was Thursday night. And I've been picking deadbolt locks since then. And it's so <laughs> ridiculous and so silly, but I love it. It's like <clears throat> basically what it is, though, is like uh, I've talked about it before. I have ADD. I love I'm like really, really fidgety. So to have something in, to be able to do with my hands is perfect. And it's it's such a thing about feel and, you know, whatever. It's it, it's like a puzzle for your hands, right? Doesn't it feel like you have forbidden knowledge? Yeah, exactly. It's the greatest <laughs> thing in the world. Like I love yeah. I love sitting there playing around with locks and picking and picking locks. What because- is it? Yeah, what is it about that though? You're right though. It's like such a forbidden thing like, even though it's ridiculous. The secret. I I had a friend that when I was a kid I was like I want to learn how to do that. He goes, "It's illegal to do that." Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's illegal to do it to your lock, you <laughs> dumbass, but it's not illegal to do it. Well, no, I I love that every YouTube video of how to pick a lock they always end with and don't do anything illegal like it's very like like did you um did you do you follow the lock picking lawyer yes um, yeah no no well i i hadn't until i think maybe saturday afternoon <laughs> the greatest he's the absolute greatest he did he 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 did one lock he did a trigger lock over the weekend. Oh, really? And it was like, he did a trigger lock and he put it on one of his guns and he's like, this is why this trigger lock is bad. And it's a universal trigger lock, so it doesn't fit inside the finger guard perfectly. Yeah. And he pushed it forward, put the pick inside and pulled the trigger with the with the pick. Oh. <laughs> it's like, well, that's pretty much useless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's such a funny thing, but it's amazing. It is actually amazing how easy like you're... You know your school, your your school locker lock. Oh, dude! It's, when I see when I see wafer locks now, I just laugh. I'm like, I know. if I had my wave rake, I could open this like in a second. It, it it's sometimes it's fast. Yeah, it's he does funny demos sometimes. He's like, yeah. this lock in particular is faster to open with a pick than it is to open with the key. <laughs> right? Like, exactly. Oh, no, no, absolutely no. And, and I was telling you about this before we uh, started, Vincent. Like. One of the locks I have, it's a master lock. It's, you know, a name brand lock. And it's literally, there's like one pin and you hit that pin and it's a poop, it pops open. It's like, really? Really? I'm, I'm just going to yeah. tell you, by the way, I'm just going to tell you guys, one of the things you learn after you watch the lock picking lawyer long enough, master does not make good locks. Oh, they're like, horrible. They just don't make good. Horrible. Everyone believes in them because they're the brand that you've had since you were a kid. Trust me when I tell you, yeah. don't put a master lock on anything you want to keep. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. But so, yeah, so that's my thing of the week. But it's it. I also like it was really, really fun. It's it's a fun thing. There's something super rewarding when that lock pops. Oh, totally. You know, so it's uh, and, and anyone that needs fidget spinners or whatever to stay sane, learn how to pick basic locks do i'm something not gonna, useful with, yeah. do something useful with your hands <laughs> right exactly exactly so that's my silly thing of the week it's a good thing of the week because it's something i'm into too i have i should i should take a picture and show you the bag of lock picking supplies i actually have in my closet over here i have two sets of picks and then i have a whole bag of locks that oh. i just play around with it's all right so, so i'm gonna fun. like well can so I, i'm gonna start I? acquiring locks and then you and i should just trade because ooh. That's not a bad idea, actually. Well, because the thing I've learned with my two two or three locks that I have is that, like, once you get it, once you learn that locks kind of it's like too muscle, easy. it's, it's too easy. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. So you want you want that challenge. So you want to freak someone out. You want to freak someone out. 
take get a wave rake and show them how easy it is to pick a luggage lock. Oh my they god! Freak yeah. the hell out! They you, people get people get so freaked out when they see how easy. It's like, why do you even put the lock? on? Right. I don't even put locks on my luggage. No, then you might as well not bother. Right. Why would you do it? Right. So yeah, good stuff, man. Can I just say, uh, just when you think you know a couple of guys, <laughs> <laughs> well, I have I have a history, Al. I, I remember I was Italian. I grew up in Brooklyn. I learned some things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but, but Al, you know my thing. My thing is ADD, and it's just a matter of just always yeah. needing to do something. So it's the uh, it's the tactile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gra- you know, my grandfather, you know, growing up on the farm, my grandfather used to say, you know, a lock only keeps an honest man honest. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. That's, that's such a great quote. He was doing he did. Um, he made a tool. He made an impressioning tool. Um, lock picking lawyer. He made an impressioning tool for wafer locks. And it's comical how fast it opens locks. And now they're selling it. They were doing a Kickstarter. Um, did you get actually buy it? And it's just like, oh, I, I want that. <laughs> like, I really, really want that. Like, I don't even know. I don't know why I would want that. Like, my my, this is naughty kind of instinct kicks in. And it's right, like, but that's the thing. It's like, what am I going to do with this knowledge? I'm not doing anything. But it's just like, it's like that kid spy. It's it's that like that kid obsession with like spies. You know, hundred percent. You guys are going to be in a movie. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, it's going to be America's Most Wanted. <laughs> Unsolved mysteries. No. Here's the movie. Coming this fall, Ethan Carter and Vincent Ferrari in Oceans 2020. <laughs> COVID edition. <laughs> so so since, Ethan, since Ethan is talking about all the illegal stuff he's going to do for a living, <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about leather because my video, of the my thing of the week is a video. Oh, that's a good one. Um, and it's it's just such it's it's I I don't say this word I don't say this word to describe videos very often but this is a textbook case of it this is a perfect video mm-hmm. okay a perfect video and the video is by Morley Kurt um, he it's called making a leather journal cover hand tooled and embossed with three D printed stamps because Morley is the most SEO optimized titler yeah. I've ever seen the video is absolutely fantastic. He made a a leather a leather notebook cover for um, a Moleskina journal, and he used an Aeneas Nin quote on the outside of it, and he hand tooled it. What well, either is a, I don't. I'm I'm just gonna say it's a tree, but it might be like I I, I think it's, I think it's a tree. Like a it's a forest. I'm gonna, go with, I'm gonna go with a tree. Yeah. Um. I think I don't know, <laughs> but I love Morley's process for doing 3D printed leather stamps, and. This one's really, really good. Um, it, it's it's a good video. The music is perfect. the The lighting is perfect. The, everything about this is a. If you're looking to make maker videos, watch this mm-hmm. video and do this. It's it's a perfect video. Yeah, I, I, we talked about it before we got started, and yeah, uh, he uh, Morley has a definite knack as we've talked about before. And yeah, I agree, Vincent. It, it is a spot on video. Mm-hmm. Really, really good pacing. Really, really good shots. It's a very, be- it's like, a, it's an, a piece of art. Like, that's what it is. It's a piece of art. And yeah, I, I as you I, you said it, but I'm going to, uh, you know, regurgitate it. 
<laughs> How about reiterate it? Yes. Instead? Okay. Regurgitate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but he like he's found his voice, and mm-hmm. uh, it's really really nice. He has a really really nice style. Um, it's it's it, he's found his Jimmy Duresta style of no voiceover. Mm-hmm. You know what he's doing. You're inspired by it. And it's a really, really great video. So I agree. That's awesome. It is great. It's it's one of my favorite. And what I said when we were talking about it before the show, what I love yeah. about it, it's watching an artist do their art. Mm-hmm. That's what this mm-hmm. video is. It's watching an artist do their yeah. art and with a level of skill that just. Yeah. It's beautiful. Just, beautiful. It's fantastic. It's yeah. Congratulations. More, I'm, and I mean this from the bottom right. of my heart. No, no more. He's a friend. He's been on the show. Blah, blah, blah. I've been on his show. Blah, blah, blah. But you know what the truth is? It is literally a perfect video. I can't. Right. There is no way that you could make this video better. And it's annoying that it's that good yeah. because it's like you just ruined. You blew the curve, Morley. You blew the curve. Mm-hmm. But um, you wanted to before we get out of here. You wanted to throw a shout out someone's way too. Oh me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, Trevor of uh, Maker Experiment. Uh, Trevor dropped a his first Kickstarter. Um, campaign ever and it's for this uh, these magic uh boxes what, what would you say vincent what would you call those the magical he calls it the magical trunk yeah the magical um, trunk and he has two sizes and they're all laser cut boxes that you can assemble yourself or assemble with your kids or assemble with whatever and you can customize them all yourself and it, it's a really really cool design a really cool idea and uh, I really appreciate the fact that he came up with the design and you know, is putting it out there. So check it out. It's a Kickstarter campaign, Maker Experiment. Go check it out. Really, really well-deserved. And uh, yeah, Trevor is crushing it. So It's, it's, it's kind of cool that it's like a puzzle. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's, it, it's neat. And I can just imagine people customizing them. It's just... The things that people are going to do with this kit are going to be just awesome. I think that's what it is. It's the fact that you can take something that he made and customize it in your own way. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. That I mean, hell, that's what we do, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's what we do. So, yeah, that'll be... Um, I'm. Uh, let's be honest. I have the show notes as a template. There's a pretty good chance I'm going to forget this. But <laughs> if, in case I forget it... Go on Kickstarter yeah. and search for Magical Trunk Puzzle Kit Organization with a Puzzle Twist. That's the, that's the Kickstarter. Just in case I forget to put it in the show notes, which I likely will because I forget to put everything in the show notes <laughs> if it's not in the template already. So, And it's not. So, yeah, this is it's really good. Give him a boost. Get him. Let's try to get him to his goal. He's about $10,000 away from his goal. So I think we can I think we can give him that little push. Definitely. All right. And um, Al, thank you, yeah. man. Oh my God! I'm so honored to be here, guys, and I and I think I want to be a podcaster now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, so this is your literally your first time on a podcast or a recording, right? Ever, ever. I literally, when Vincent was here last week, we went on Amazon together and bought this microphone. He didn't even have a mic. It was like I was like, well, you you kind of you know you don't want to tell people they should spend money. I was like, oh, you're going to be a guest, but you should probably spend money on a mic. But he's like, yeah, what do I need to get? It was like, well, you could start with a Yeti, and we looked at the Yeti. It's like that's a little spendy. How about oh wait, how about a snowball? And he got the snowball. Uh, The snowballs supposedly hey really great keith decent keith decent has been using the snowball since time immemorial and if it's right. good enough for keith if it's decent enough for keith <laughs> <laughs> i see what you did there 
<laughs> ah, you know, I'm just a clever kind of guy. But yeah, no, he's been using it for a while. So I figure, you know what? It works for everybody else. Actually, my old podcast partner, Chris, on his mobile rig, when he used to record, when he was on the road for his job, he used to bring this, bring the snowball in his bag and he would record from his hotel room. So that's awesome. Great little mic. Yeah. It's- well, and Al. Yes. When you start your YouTube, uh, your YouTube channel. Yes. You got a, you got a uh, mic now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about this. When you do your when you do your VO work, because you got the pipes, bro. You, no, just gotta, you definitely do. Oh yeah! Holy crap! It's really funny. Not like quite at night, Dave Swiduck yeah. radio voice, but well, you got a you've got a good voice for uh, as, radio. Al. As I snuggle up in bed at night, usually because that's usually when I watch Al's videos, unless I'm <laughs> unless you know I have a few minutes. But usually, what happens is I snuggle up in bed, I pull the covers up to my nose. And I turn on Instagram. And say, well, how's everyone doing out there in the IG world? It's like, oh, it's Al. <laughs> I even tried to do his outro when I was up in the shop. <laughs> he, did, he did okay. He did okay. I did all right. Well, it's about six o'clock. Time to shut him down. Shut him down. <laughs> Love it, man. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been. I really. I got to say, just you know, I'm speaking for Ethan and I. We really do appreciate the yeah. constant support that you give the show and the plugs and the love. And it's, it really means a lot to us to have someone in our corner like that. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm happy to do it because I feel like I'm part of the crew. <laughs> you, uh, you are. You, absolutely. And that's what we love the most is we love the crew, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The posse. We got a posse. Got a posse. Exactly. <laughs> because because we make posse. There we go. <laughs> that's the merch right there. The because we make posse. But um al we'll have everyone's um we'll have your links in the show notes so everyone can find you out there on the internet world and realistically right now if you want to find al just go to ny woodworks on woodworks with an x on instagram and you can find him there he's a religious storier except every once in a while every once in a while you'll miss saturday or a sunday i know i know how dare you yeah i'm i'll tell you what vincent is one of the first people to be are you okay? Everything cool? <laughs> and I appreciate Dude, I, that. I appreciate that, man. It feels weird. Like, it's like you become such a part of my routine yep. that when you're not there, it's very noticeable. In fact, I just noticed today, and we'll talk afterwards, there was another YouTuber who I realized a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I haven't seen these guys in a while. And I actually messaged them like, are you guys okay? Like, I haven't seen you in a while. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. We're just taking a little break. We'll be back. Like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's weird how this community, right. and I don't want to make, I'm not making it about me, but I'm just saying it happened to me. When I went through chemo the last time, the amount of support that I got from people was off the charts. Like I had people messaging me all over the place. And I was like, wow. You know, it's, it's, it's just, this is the greatest community of people ever. And we are, we are lucky. We are lucky to have each other and to be a part of it. I think that's a good note to close the episode on. So thank you for listening. Um, If you have a moment, throw a review up there for us. We really do appreciate. Um, Go inside, stay hi to your little bride (laughs) and uh, have some wonderful dinner, watch some television and uh, make good choices. Amen. Next time.